Yo, what's going on? It's your favorite host of all time, Galen in the house, and I'm about to blow your fucking mind. I've been gone a minute, so let me get up in it. Let's catch it up, let's talk it out, let's walk it out, let's twerk it out. Hey, can you twerk it out? Hey, can you twerk it out? Hey, can you twerk it out? Say bat, 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 bat. Yo, friends, hey. Um, so, fun fact, that was like a clip from my last episode. Not my last episode that I posted, but like, I did like a rehearsal episode before this episode. Um, and, of course, that episode did not make the cut. <laughs> but that excerpt at the beginning did. I could not recreate that, so I just had to keep that. Um, so, you may have noticed a cut between the two but anyway hey y'all what's going on everybody um my saints and ain'ts my son my <laughs> my sons and buns no that is not no my saints and ain'ts my sisters and misters my mothers and brothers you know my friends and friends um <laughs> hi guys um i'm gonna sort of switch things up a little bit um it is definitely the end of the year and um, I just wanted to sort of close out 2019 with like a reflective episode, um, a little more scripted than usual. So um, if I sound like, you know, a little monotonous, my bad, I'm going to try to sort of filter in um, as much off the rip as I can. But I'm pretty, but I but I definitely had like, you know, um, compared to some of my winging it episodes, I definitely have like my uh, to do list of what I would like to say in this episode, because I think it's just such an important episode. Um, it's so important that uh, we take our new year and um, we take the end of our year and the beginning of our year um, so that we're intentional, you know, um, that we take it seriously, that it is definitely, it's always, you know, the end of the year, like post Christmas, that sort of twilight zone between Christmas and the new year where, Every day sort of feels like Sunday. <laughs> you don't really have anything to do. Maybe you got to go back to work for like two or three days and then you have another day or two off. You know, it's just like this really weird sort of space. And then um, before the new year comes uh, where I think a lot of reflection is necessary and helpful. And, um, you know, it's great and it's nice to like set your goals and to set your intentions for the new year. But what's more important is the person who is setting those goals and intentions is you. So you got to take care of you first. You have to get to you and 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 that should be just as important as any goal or vision that you set for yourself. You know what I mean? So um, this episode is really just going to be dedicated to that. I'm going to sort of let y'all in on my process, what I like to do at the end of every year and at the beginning of every new year. Um, sort of the questions that I ask myself, um, the way that I sort of introspect, the way that I go inward. And sort of figure out, like, you know, why did this year go the way it went? And what can I do next year to make sure that it goes a little differently? You know what I mean? So, um, without further ado, wow. Okay, so I need to silence my computer. Um, but without further ado, uh, saints and ain'ts, can we talk about the new year? And a happy new year. The work? That comes with the new year. <laughs> Do you like the way I say new? I like the liquid you and the new. <laughs> the new year. Anyway. <laughs> um, so, you know, 
Um, I was listening back to my podcast and, um, you know, I was listening to my season and thank you all again, just so much for tuning into my foolery and my foolishness and my, uh, and impeccable wit and charm and, 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 and laughter and funniness. I mean, it's, I'm so amazing. <laughs> um, but no, yeah. Um, so I was listening to my season and, you know, I sort of realized like, oh, well, the whole point of can we talk, you know, it was, it was supposed to be. Like to have to talk about a variety of topics and um, by the end of this podcast, we sort of have a better or more clearer understanding of the topic of the episode. And so, you know, since we're talking about the work, we're talking about the new year, um, specifically, we're really just talking about like, you know, what that work is, that sort of ugly, uncomfortable but really necessary work of just self-awareness and self-development, um, progression, growth, you know, what all that looks like. Um, so as we draw this year to a close, um, I think that it is safe to say that 2019 was pretty much was was pretty trash. <laughs> um, I say this based off of my social media findings, a lot of end of the, end of the year uh, memes about you know how if if 2019 looked like a person, that person was severely busted. So um, I think that um, it's safe to say that collectively 2019 has not been the best year. And so um, but because of that, um, it's charged me and I'm charging you all to begin to start to ask these questions of like what went wrong this year? Um, what can what can we do on our ends to see to it that these things don't repeat themselves in different ways next year? You know, um, for me, I came to realize that 2019 was just all about showing me that there really is a time and season in life for everything. Um, there's a season to prosper, a season to grow, a season to love, a season to learn. Um, just, you know, seasons that come and go. And um, you really just have to know and you have to figure out what season you are in. And when you figure out and know what season you're in, you're able to like you have to not you're able to, but you really have to take full advantage of what that season comes with and um, what fruit that season is um, in your what what fruit you're intended to bear in that of, from being in that season. You know, um, the same way that like uh that spring brings flowers, that summer brings heat, that fall brings, you know, changing leaves and, and winter brings snow or cold. Um, the same way that those seasons are ever are ever present in our life, uh, you know, we sort of go through these metaphorical seasons of, of different things. And so, um, you know, 2019, which I'm realizing that 2019 was an was a incredible big season of just growth for me, um, artistic growth, spiritual growth, mental growth, um, the physical and the emotional growth, we are still growing. Um, and, and not to say that I'm not that not not to say that I'm done growing in the other um, areas that I mentioned. But I say all that to say that that 2019 was uh, was essentially or has been essentially um, a season of growth and a season of development, you know, from 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 doing the Little Mermaid to the brother size to everything before, during and after this. This year has just all has just been all about growth. You know, I was um, I was just being put in various situations to grow from. And so um, 
but a lot of my conflict and and pain this year um, was from me trying to be in a different season than the season that was assigned to me. You know, um, I was like, <laughs> I was trying to, I was trying to get my rent vibes on, and you know, trying to be all up in my seasons of love. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like five hundred twenty-five thousand six hundred minutes. How do you measure a year in a life? I was trying to get my seasons of love on. I was trying to, I was trying to convince myself and trying to convince the universe that this was my season of love. You know, like I just knew. That um, by this point in my life that I have me a man that, you know, we'd be drunk in love and on our way to happily ever after. But um, that is just that is not the season that is meant for me at this time. And, and I have found myself to be OK with that. It's taken a lot of disappointment, a lot of rejection, a lot of um, a lot of strong arm friend zoning. <laughs> It's taken a lot for me to get to this place. I'm glad that I'm here at the end of the year. I've reached this place at the time that I've reached this place. And we thank God for that. Um, <laughs> um, and, you know, so and, but in knowing that, like, um, but knowing that I'm in this season of growth and development and knowing that I can't be in the season of love because of this season of growth and development. Um, now that I'm now that I've accepted that this is my season, I can like really hunker down and focus on me and grow. And I mean, like really bloom on all these hoes. Like I'm trying to, you know, be like a lily or like an orchid. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, so like um, uh, the universe, God, spirit, uh, source, whatever you want to call it. Um, it will show you and give you everything that you want when you, for one, ask for it. And when you, two, uh, put in the necessary time uh, that you need to get what you want. Um, I can't be in um, I can't be in a season of love yet because I know that I want my next season of love to be my final season of love. You know, and I can't go into my final season of love incomplete. Um, I can't go into my final season of love without the necessary growth that I need to go through in order to really like flourish and thrive and like be good in that season of love whenever it so happens to, to show up, you know. And so it's taken a lot of journaling, a lot of uh, meditating, a lot of uh, therapy, a lot of daydreaming. It's taken a lot to sort of get to this place. Um, and, you know, I've been away from therapy for quite some time, literally have not been to therapy since like June or July. Um, life just got in the way and um, I just sort of fell off, fell off and out of therapy. However, um, I will say that sometimes your best friends are the best therapy, you know. Um, so shout outs to my shout outs to y'all. Y'all know who y'all is. Um, but anyway, so I've had a lot of time to uh, ask myself a lot of questions like, you know, well, what am I doing that is like repelling love from me or um, in what ways or areas of my life am I not loving myself since I sort of feel this void in my waking life, you know? And I started to realize all these ways that I talk to myself and all these lies that I feed myself about how unlovable I am or how there's nobody out there who will be enough for me. And it's like, um, 
I got to be enough for myself first. You know, how can I love someone else if I'm over here dogging myself out for being too this or not being enough of that? So I had to first like I had to become aware of these sort of detriment, not sort of these detrimental habits. And then after becoming aware of these habits, I have to actively catch myself when I'm fit, when I'm freshly creating a new moment um, in, uh, uh, in these habits, you know, and I have to stop myself and reroute the habit to a more positive and meaningful place, for example. Right. So I was like talking to a friend of mine and I just started complaining and started, you know, and, and when I complain, I start asking questions. I'm like, well, why can't, why can't it just be this? Or how come it's not that? Or how come every time I do this, it's met with that, you know? And in that moment, I just had to catch myself and say, you know what? It's okay. Um, this was meant to happen. <laughs> this was meant to happen for me to sort of like feel how I feel about it. Um, and in feeling how I feel about it, I know that I can grow from this by knowing that I don't want to feel this way about it anymore, you know? And so that was me. That was like, that was me holding myself accountable to not wanting to react the same way to the same type of situations. Um, but I know that like, I know, and, and I feel like we all sort of fall short of that sometimes. Like we um, <laughs> uh, might ruffle a couple of feathers with this one, but like, but we like to play victim sometimes, you know, we like to play the victim sometimes because it puts the responsibility outside of ourselves. But I dare you to flip the script and I dare you to ask yourself what role you played in you getting where you are. What role did you play in your own demise? Were you too hard on yourself? Were you too cold towards others? Like when things don't go your way, you have to ask yourself what role you played in it. And you have to be honest about it, too. Like above all else, um, like being honest with yourself about what habits you knowingly indulge in the good, the bad, the ugly. And from that honesty, you can sort of like take an objective look at those habits and see which ones are aiding you or hurting you. You know, um, I know some people who run from the work. I know people who swear they've done the work, but they ain't got no receipts to show it. I know people who um, who've done the work, who have come to an awareness of themselves and their quote unquote toxic behaviors. But they stop at the threshold of, of change and they stop um, at this threshold of just knowing that what they do is fucked up. And, you know, people either like it or they don't. Don't be any of those people. OK. Do not be one of those people. Confront yourself head on and be aggressive in the pursuit of a better version of yourself. Um, and like and if you don't know how if you don't if you can't do the work for yourself, um, you don't want to do the work for yourself. You don't know where to begin or how to begin. It's as simple as just asking for help. Um, I feel like. So many people are like blocking themselves from reaching out for help because of pride. And it's like pride just blocks so many people from the next level because they're, you know, too afraid to humble themselves or admit that they don't know what they're doing or asking for help. And it's like there's nothing wrong with asking for help. You know, um, pride is essentially just this big old wall that um, people put up when they don't want to uh, be confronted about things. And um, and they essentially use it as a system of protection. 
And oftentimes the things that we are trying to protect ourselves from are the things that we actually need to confront um, because those are the things that are holding us back, you know, and that's why I fucking champion therapy, because it's like a therapist will not know you from boo boo to fool on the street and a therapist will be able to sort of like advise you. Um, and give you an unbiased, honest opinion about yourself, about your behaviors, about your thought patterns. Um, and these are, and like these things a therapist can provide for you in a way that like your friends and your family cannot, because, um, you know, sometimes friends and family are too scared to tell you what you really need to hear. Because they don't want to, like, lose you as a friend or, like, deal with your attitude because, you know, because we, like, we could, we take it personally. Like, you know, if if your best friend is, like, calling you out on something, um, you're going to, like, feel some type of way for a little bit. But, of course, you're going to, like, love them because that's your best friend. And eventually, like, after you get out your feelings, you'll go back to talking to your best friend. But, like, there are friends and family who will shy away from really telling you the truth about yourself because of that personal connection. Um, and so it is um, oftentimes the people that are closest to you who are the ones who can really like help you the most. Um, and like I said, because of that proximity and how close they are to you, they'll only offer you so much, you know, um, like, I'm not going to berate my best friend with what's wrong with them unless it's like actively affecting me in our relationship or unless they ask me from a genuine place of wanting to do better, you know? So I say all that to say that it's okay to ask for help from those you trust um, on how you can be a better friend, lover, person, etc. you know, whatever. But um, also, uh, I encourage everyone to read a self-help book at the beginning of the year. Um, you know, be it like The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Book, um, The Voice of Knowledge, The Four Agreements, something. I'm currently reading um, this thing called You um, by Ernest Holmes. And it's this really great book and it's just sort of reminding me of um, the magic, literally the magical quality that we have that exists within us as human beings. Like we are, we are literally magic, you know? Um, and y'all are like, um, like what, what world of, of Harry Potter are you living in, sir? No, listen, okay, hear me out. Um, when it comes to faith, when it comes to the laws of attraction, by laws of faith, by laws of attraction, we are magical beings that can will our life into existence just by belief and effort. Like, I dare you to radically believe in yourself. I dare you to dream a bigger dream than the dream you're already dreaming because life will like, will literally respond to the thoughts and words that you create, you know? Your life will reflect your beliefs. So if you believe small, your life will exist small. If you believe big, your life will exist big. So like radically believe, regardless of practicality, regardless of logic. I mean, I'm not over here saying like, you know, believe that you can, I don't know, have a, a house trained elephant or something like stupid like that. No, I'm saying, but believe that you can have a house as big 
um, a house that is big enough to comfortably house a housebroken elephant. You know, that is realistic. <laughs> That's logical. But like, don't don't lean into like what's practical or what's logical or what makes sense. Like just fucking believe and radically believe that like you can have the life that you want. You can 100 percent have the life that you want. You just have to like radically believe in it and be unshakable in that belief. That unshakable belief is your faith, Fran. <laughs> you know, um, like and your faith is what moves your world around you. And like they say, faith without works is dead. Yes. So have the faith and the radical belief that what you want is yours, but also do the work necessary on your end to do what you can do to make those beliefs reality. And this is a little sidebar, but while we're still here talking about faith and life and belief and all that stuff. But so you have your radical belief, you have the life that you want, you have all these things that you want, but you also have to remain open to be aware that there's a life that you want, but then there's the bigger and better life that the universe has in store for you. So you have to be okay for the life that you want, not looking exactly how you want it to. You have to be okay with having and leaving the space for you having the life that you want. You thinking, believing, dreaming big enough of a life, but also leaving space and leaving room for your reality to actually be bigger or better than that. Because almost always is the universe conspiring to give you a better life than the life you expect. Like that's true manifestation. That's true law of attraction. That's truly living in abundance, you know. Shoot, my ass is over here complaining about the quality of men in L.A. So I'm always like, child, I'll never find a man out here. And I'm over here wailing and waiting to be surprised about, you know, by some good man. But how am I, but how am I going to be surprised by a good man if I don't even believe he exists? That like that's 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 literally legit where I am right now, you know, Um and I'm checking myself on that. I'm checking myself on why I'm still single the way I am, because I haven't truly believed that love will found will find me, you know, that I'm capable or deserving of love in that way. But as y'all heard already, I'm OK <laughs> with not believing in that right now. <laughs> I believe when I, I be, I'll believe when I know it's the right time to believe. And right now is not the time to believe. Right now is the time to grow. <laughs> but um, but if I may charge you to do anything, um, I charge you to take the necessary time to reflect. And I mean, really reflect about this past year. What hurt you? Why did it hurt you? And what can you do moving forward to avoid or prevent that hurt in 2020? You owe it to yourself. You owe it to those around you to those who love you, who those who are rooting for you, but more importantly, aside from them, yeah, hey, yeah, yeah, they there. But no, you really owe it to yourself more than anyone else above all else. You owe this work to yourself. You know, I was in church yesterday and the reverend was like, who wakes up every day wanting to be the same? You know, she like started singing this, like, same, same, same. I love my same life. Everything's the same. Who, like, who does that? Nobody. I, well, I mean, you know, of course, you know, there are some things that you don't want to change. Like if you got a good if you got a good job and you're making good money, of course, you never want those things to change. But like, I mean, just like from a truly exi existential point of view, like who really wants to remain the same? Like who is OK with things just being stagnant and things never changing? Like the world is literally always moving, 
always changing from second to second, from minute to minute, from hour to hour, from day to day, and so on and so on and so on. You know what I'm saying? So like literally the world around you is always changing. What makes you think that you can go through life without change? You know, cars will stop working if they don't get an oil change. Remotes stop working if they don't change out the batteries. So change and evolution are absolutely are they're just a part of the way of life. And you need to do what. So so do what you need to do on your end to keep up with that progression and flow. You know, um, you become stagnant. Or you slow your progress down when you don't give yourself the time and the space to check in on these factors and these areas and places of your life, you know. Um, And so I really just um, I really just want for everyone to really to really be intentional about how they're going into this new year. Um, It's 2020. It's the end of a decade. And so I've been like really I'm officially off script now at this point. Um, But I've really just been really reflective and contemplative about not just the end of this year, but just the end of this decade. And so over the last 10 years, which are, you know, from I guess you can say from 2010 to to 2020, that's like age 20 through 29. Um, And so much has happened. Like I I can vividly remember this past decade. And so in thinking about the last decade, you think about, you know, what habits have been serving you, what habits have been destroying you, what habits have been helping you, um, what people have been destroying you, what people have been helping you, what people have been pushing you forward and and motivating you and wanting you to do better for yourself. Um, But moreover, it's really more so about like tuning in with yourself and being real with yourself about what you want to change going forward, you know. And let those changes be for the good. Don't just change for yourself. Change for yourself, yes, but change for those around you. There are people who want to be in your corner, who want to support you, who want to just love you for all that you are. But you got to allow them to. And um, you can't get so caught up and so hung up in like all this, you know, sort of like past trauma or past pain that's essentially no longer serving you. You know, let the past be the past. You are here right now in the present. Your past does not. You don't bring your past into your future. You know, leave your past in the past. Let your future make itself based off of this here present moment. And that's the only moment that matters now. Um, I'm just read this one last little thing and I'm gonna get out your way. But um, I was on my Instagram and, um, you know, sort of reflecting on what the year has taught me. And um, it says what 20 what 2019 has taught me. I'm capable of more than I think I am. Stop checking for folk who ain't checking for you. It's OK to be a mess. And the acknowledgement of said mess. No, you got some cleaning to do. The only one I'm keeping up with is myself. The only time that matters is now. And love is a verb not a noun. Love isn't something that you can grab onto. Love isn't something that's tangible. Love is an action. Um, And that goes platonic, romantic, business, all aspects. Love is a motherfucking verb. But anyway, you guys, I wasn't going to keep you off too long. Very proud at how succinct 
I was with this episode and how I stayed on script <laughs> with winging it every now and then. Um, I hope it doesn't sound too preachy or too TED talky and that it still has that podcast flow to it. But anyway, y'all, um, have an incredible new year. May 2020 bless you with the clarity like it's your prescription vision. Mm. <laughs> I love y'all. I mean it. All right now. Bye bye.